This episode of Super GG Radio is brought to you by our Patreon. Patrons of the show can get our Dogs of Super GG Radio newsletter, Super GG Radio stickers, a slap on your clothes as PC or bag, input on what we cover, game nights with the hosts, and even a chance to win a copy of an indie we talked about. Not only that, but 90% of all patron contributions go to the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. Visit patreon.com slash superggradio to learn more. What's good, Internet, and welcome to session 206 of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. Welcome to the wackiest and tackiest podcast located somewhere between Iowa and Ohio. I am your host and clown of the hour, Eric Eddie Gettinger. With me, as always, is verbose video game veteran Alex Arona. Don't use those college words here. People come to listen to me, and I said, shut up. feisty today let's keep that energy at least for Better the next three, at least for the next three minutes also with us is a man who needs no introduction daddy i i think you've hit rock bottom here i like you can't even introduce me hi my name is joel dewitt <laughs> yeah uh real lazy this week uh, hello joel <laughs> who's that <laughs> I don't know. I can't see him. He's got his camera off. All right, this week we are. I am. I'm playing with fire. Let's uh, welcome Alec Parks, who sure is here right now, right, right here now. I sure am. Well, let's get into that hot, steamy video game content. Ooh, like that. This whole thing is going off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna like it too. So, <clears throat> I hear hot steaming, I think, like, sauna. So, do you think there's a video game sauna somewhere? Does somebody own a video game sauna? I like mean... Like, where they can play games in a sauna? Yes. Sure. And video game accessories? No. No, I, I think we could do it. We could build it. I've almost bought several houses that all had saunas, so... Now, you couldn't have the console inside the sauna, right? It had to be some sort of setup with the screen you, inside. You could, separate... if it's properly not, like, you'd have to build a box around it, and it would have to be properly ventilated. It wouldn't be physically there for you to touch unless you rigged something up. Yeah, you don't want it to get any moisture in it. If you can't touch it, what's the point? I recently met a Z-list celebrity who was encased in plexiglass. I feel like that might be the way to go. You can't just say Z-list celebrity. You gotta name names. Nope, you don't tell anybody. We're gonna get in trouble. We're gonna have to pay him royalties. He seems like that kind of guy. Oh, God. Yeah, he does. Yeah, exactly. plexiglass. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so you know, too? <laughs> yeah, of course I do. He sent pictures. Uh, see, Joel, my problem with that is I know that you have an Xbox and explicitly use it for streaming. So why would you need to touch? Why you need touch-touch? I just want the opportunity. Why you touch? option. Hand check. I don't want a closed door. Hand check. (laughs) Everybody pass their hand check. Okay. Uh, First and foremost, this is an audio format podcast. That's why it's good that you told the audience that everyone (laughs) passed Yeah, right. (laughs) All right. This week we're going to be blasting through content. Uh, I guess we only have 
two slices of the pie in early adopters. For some reason, there were three last night. Uh, we're grab I can a, add a third. I got one. We're going to grab the coffee with the news and then see what Alex has finished in our backlog. Alex, what you, what you playing? Just kidding. I, That's somebody I else's bit. We can't do that. You're also in trouble. Yep. Oh, man, we're going to get so... Yep. Well, the Birches are fine. They have enough money. They got the Mythic Quest money. They're good. You just need to tweet it a tiny bit so you got plausible deniability. Mm-hmm. It falls oh, under Alex, parody. One to two words. What have you been playing? <laughs> Maybe, hey there, Alex. Okay. So we add in an extra word. It seems hey less. Hey there, Alex. What you gaming? What you gaming? gaming? Yeah. Close? Yeah, that's, that seems close enough without actually touching. All right. <clears throat> we, got, we got a podcast to do here. All right. Uh, yep. Early adopters, where we play alphas, betas, and games. Just we got content flying in your face. It's all you get that out of here. You get that out of here, Alex. <laughs> you get that out of here. Question mark. Question. No, don't. <laughs> you can save that for another week when we got came out less content. Today. Today. <laughs> yeah, Go. just mild spoilers. Mild spoilers. All right. Uh, we're going to start with the bonus game, Super Astrovade. Astrovade! Super Astrovade. Astrovade. As you would expect based on the title, you're evading everything. Every single thing. I just got that. I'm quick. It's <laughs> 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 a real Super. Phoenix Down moment, isn't it, Alec? It is. You're not Super. alone. <laughs> Super Astrovade. This would be... Uh, how do I want to describe it? Top-down, oh, uh, reminiscent of games that we've played before. They call these bullet hells. It's it's bullet hell-y. Or um, what was that one? Geometry Wars? Yeah. Geometry Wars. There was, there was one on PlayStation 3 that I can't think of the name of now. Rezogun? Rezogun was PlayStation 4, but... Uh, Kind of similar. It was it was around a globe. You flew around the globe and shot mm-hmm. planes as a spaceship. Mm. And of course, I can't remember it now. But yeah, you shooting a lot of stuff in this one. No. Nope. nope. <laughs> as a matter of fact, you have a boost, and then you have a shield that you can detonate if you collect enough of the items that are sitting around the screen. And it's a lot. It is. It is truly a bullet hell. It's just nonstop wave after wave. Well, I wave. mean, like, just to get your shield maxed to do the giant explode. So, like eight, I want to say. Eight pieces it's of the ten. ten. Is it ten? Yeah. It felt like so, I needed a lot. You're a spaceship. You're a, you're a little spacey spaceship, and you have a boost. Your boost will thrust you forward but create flames out your butt. Mm-hmm. And by creating the flames out your butt, that actually hurts the enemies as well. So that's pretty cool to be able to, like, boost. But you have to, like, I definitely did that on accident where I just spun myself. I, I was about to run into an enemy, spun myself the opposite direction and boosted. And I was like, oh, he died. Weird. <laughs> so, I because at that point, the first, like, five runs, I killed nothing. Mm-hmm. Because I was still trying to figure out how to kill anything. And it turns out it's the boost. And then once you've collected enough shield you will then explode and kill any enemy that doesn't have a shield. And then mm-hmm. any ones that do, their shields will be gone. It's very cool. The the big, I think, like, the big visual adjustment that makes it, like, stand out is that as you get to the edges of the arena, 
because it's a pretty small arena. It it bends like a CRT that you would see in an arcade. So the so it does have like a it's not a globe, but it definitely is like a CRT kind of rounded effect. It's that so convex see, shape, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's like it's curving. The curvature is coming towards you on the screen, and it is a neat. Gosh, it's it's a neat visual style that I I don't think I've seen too often in a game like this. That coupled with having a really confined space, which a lot yeah. of these games are a lot more open space. For example, Super Stardust HD was the game I was thinking of. Uh, oh, cool! For for those who were wondering, but like that, it's it's very open ended. Yes, you're stuck on a globe, but you've got a lot of different. Uh, degrees and angles to go about it this one you're really in a confined spot and like you said the bullet hell is there it, it's oppressive and not having an offensive weapon makes it all that much more harrowing i i never got used to the actually using the boost to hit things so my mm -hmm. highest scores i ended up just sort of dodging between things gathering up items to do the the big bomb move and then mm -hmm. blasting that away and, and getting a decent clip out of that but uh it would take some real finesse i think to get that good at this game mm -hmm. i at, at a certain point i just got when I, when I started to get real frantic i just started boosting every direction and if you get a shield and you get hit your shield kind of explodes and you have a little bit of a of a, an invincibility frame you know your, your ship kind of blinks as you wouldn't like the old school shooters so what I would do is I would use that to get more shield and boost. And so it just, the whole screen just looked very frantic as I'm like bouncing. I started ping-ponging across the screen, just hoping to get another piece of shield. And then it would explode again. And I'm just boosting, like I'm just tapping, 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 boost, 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 boost. And it got, it got real uh, uh, frantic. I very, I very, like I, I actually at a certain point go, okay, if I'm actually going to make a decent score, I can't do this. This is not sustainable <laughs> in any way. It's completely out of control. Mm -hmm. But it was very funny. The handling, superb. I felt like I could oh, yeah. turn super quick and uh, just maneuver better than I was expecting for a ship like this. Well, and the maneuverability is key here. If you don't can't dodge you die i mean even if you can dodge you still die right well it's alex true. oh yeah plenty <laughs> a lot so uh, alex did tell us his high score was that just your preliminary high score or did you end up doing better than that getty who do you think i am i think you're the kind of guy that would go back and try again nope uh no, well that was like the 20th try so no I got 629. Mm. Did anybody else think? care to write down theirs? Mine was in the 4,000 range. Oh, jeez. It's pretty wow. good. You got, the, you got the explosion more than once? Yeah. And, and as somebody who did not figure out how to do the whole turn and use your boost, it was a lot of dodging and harrowing yep. moments. <laughs> trying to make it through there. Uh, I... I tried several times to get to that point. And even then, I was like, drop the computer. I, I think that's about <laughs> as good as I can do today. <laughs> I don't know how you did that. Uh, Alec, I didn't mean to interrupt you. What did you get? I only got 216. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I had 1,537. 
Not Joel, bad for you. Seem to be the winner of this contest. Yeah. that's that's a rare W for me. I'll tell you, Jed. Yeah, that's good. I I don't know how you guys got the shield more than once. I got it in the beginning, and that was pretty much it. I just had to like duck, dive, dodge, and duck. Luck. Luck is a factor. Yeah. Yeah, and I think they spawn more shield when you kill an enemy. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. And, and part of the trouble with trying to save it up for the big explosion, when you get hit, you drop all of it. And then you all have to start to all over yep. to collect yep. 10. Yep, yep. So uh, not not a preferred solution. Like I, I actually think the way you handled it was kind of smart with just trying to daisy chain between the different shield pickups because that does yeah. give you a lot more flexibility to work through things. Yep. Yep. All right. Super Astrovade. Check it. Yeah, check it out. Real neat. Not uh, too much just yet, but I'm hoping that there's going to be more game modes probably uh, in the near future. This was a play test, so go out there, give it a shot, see how you do. And as uh, Devolver says, uh, check a look. <laughs> yeah. Do that. <laughs> The other game that we played, yeah. The other game that I forced everybody to play because I saw <laughs> the Turok. <laughs> Turok Johnson. Yep, we played Second Turok, Extinction. To rock you all night. So Second Extinction has actually been around for a little bit, still uh, in development. I believe that it was originally released to the public to play with 2020. Uh, if the Epic Game like Store can be trusted. Nobody knows if that's true, but... The uh, the thing about Second Extinction is that it's best played with friends. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, you can do single player, but it's like squad-based. You are just a whole bunch of dudes, a whole bunch of people, fighting off hordes of dinosaurs. You go down to the planet, you complete some different objectives... You're picking up dino DNA, you're picking up ammo, just mowing through tons of dinosaurs and watching your friends uh, get mowed down by dinosaurs too. This is a an extraction shooter, and uh, I will say I was like, oh man, dinos, we're going to be shooting dinos all day. And then at the same time I found out, I was like, oh, there's only like raptors it's just straight raptors we're not hitting bird pterodactyls we're not doing t-rexes we're doing nothing it's just raptors and then we get to the end and a giant triceratops rams getty halfway off the map yep it's awesome defined stretch and shooter so that's a new up-and-coming genre the original being uh tarkov the idea is you get sent down in a map with only the things that you can carry and bring with you so you pick a gun and a loadout and you have to go and do missions and collect resources. If you die, you lose everything in that in that run. So you have to get in, grab your stuff, and get out. Mm-hmm. Okay. There is a lot of like um, up and coming games that have been doing this extraction, uh, Rainbow Six Extraction. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a Call of Duty mode now that's an extraction shooter. Yep. Um, there's a couple of them now starting to pop up. That's a, a new up-and-coming genre. Uh, and I've played a couple in beta test before for this podcast. Yeah. But I can't remember the names now. But in this case... It's okay. They don't count. This is all that yeah. matters. Second Extinction. Yeah. Uh, it 
it is a hero shooter in some ways. You're you do have a superpower. Uh, there's three different classes that you can choose from, and then variants, just guy or girl. Those are the variant uh, that you're able to select after you pick what you want to do. So you got long range, you got like a tank, and then a scout. I would say yeah, that's, it's that's it's, a, it's, a, it's either a, you have a minigun, a sniper rifle, or just a generic like SMG assault rifle. But you get more unlocks as you gain levels, as you complete missions down on the planet. Uh, we went from like what level two when we started, and then it jumped up to level four. And played for maybe half an hour, maybe forty-five minutes. Yeah, but. It, it was a lot. That mission, that mission we went for an hour because some of those, because while you're on the planet, you know, it's like, hey, you need to get these cargo, uh, these cargo tankers, and you need to get them like shipped up. But a, and, and by doing that, you have to go and destroy these little drones, and they give you the information you need. But then on top of that, as you're there, it's like, oh, by the way, can you go kill? Can you go get some some dinosaur eggs? And oh, by the way, can you go <laughs> do this other thing? Oh, by the way, while you're here. And they just keep throwing like additional missions for additional loot, but it, but you have to remember that the entire way, if you die, your team dies, you lose what you had. So you really are trying to like be, you know, it's a risk reward of doing more to survive, and it's much easier when you have the full like the three to four man squad because if you go down, which we did several times, uh, someone was there to pick us up. Mm-hmm. I can rock. confirm there is fall damage. In this yeah, <laughs> but I no, forgot. but no friendly fire. <laughs> Thank goodness. Did you ever figure out a way to jump on those things that you tried to? It slowly extract? moved you off. Yeah, oh, you are extracting. Arrive. You are extracting different pieces of tech and stuff with uh, giant thrusters that shoot into the sky, and their team pick them up. And I kept trying to ride them, and the they would uh, they would slowly shove me off so i wouldn't get taken into the atmosphere surprisingly it's like somebody programmed it so that you wouldn't be able <laughs> to ascend into the atmosphere you mean not have fun yes getty it was programmed to not let me have fun oh that must be why i enjoyed this so much <laughs> so uh, this is the stupid kind of you are running around uh, as as it was said you get different objectives and one person usually runs off while two other people are like, hey, maybe I'll do this uh, side quest here. At one point, it was like, hey, capture some raptors. <laughs> and then I was just standing, like, trying to olay raptors into a special area on the ground so that it would, like, clamp up and capture them in and then it rocketed them into space so that you had te test subjects. And I was uh, with you, but it was like, all of a sudden, Joel's like, wait, where are you guys? I, I went all the way over here. And we're like, he's like, uh, I beat the game already. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and then we that, that happened with me as well, where all of a sudden I was like, oh, God, I'm getting swarmed. Guys, help me. And then you guys are like, uh, we went this whole other direction. Where are you? I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and we went towards the, the objective. No? All right. I was going around. I was going taking a secondary path, and that did not mm -hmm. bode well for old Alex here. <laughs> Yeah, uh, for sure, this is, I, I can understand why it's been in development for a while. It's a genre that you need to have different objectives, different goals in mind as you play, so that people come back and they continue to play. I, a little off-putting that the majority of the dinosaurs that we saw were raptors, but it was 
very comical when we got to the end and we were waiting for our extraction, just watching wave after wave of raptor and then a triceratops just bound in and yep. full-on tackle me. Uh, yeah, this is get your friends together. You got to play some second extinction. Hopefully it comes to some other place than the Epic Game Store, but this was uh, a pleasant surprise for something they were just giving away for you to play for the week. Yeah, absolutely. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, as far as it going to places other than Epic, it's been on Steam for three years. So about the same length of time, still in yeah. early access? Yep. Yeah, so this is a, a game that one of these days, it's going to be there. I'm sure it's got a good release. It's going to be a good release plan as it's been going and doing the early access thing. Yep. Here's hoping, right? Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, so in lieu of a third game this week, we're just going to watch Alex as he dances across the screen. It's, a, it's an audio medium, Getty, so they can't see these sick moves. Well, all ten of our viewers can definitely confirm what you're doing. Right, Alec? Ten viewers? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Ten, ten, <laughs> so, ten to some power viewers. Mm. He just has a taste of the shapes for those who are listening. It's a, yeah. shim, it's a shoulder shimmy. <laughs> it's a shoulder thank, you shimmy. For, thank you for dancing. Well, that sure was a dino-packed early adopters. Mm. I feel like that would have worked better if there was a third game here. Uh, <laughs> maybe we'll build a time machine and go to next week. Until then, let's take a break. Oh, hey. Hey, news. Prepare yourself for content. Ah! <laughs> ah! Spirit bomb. Joel, hand check. Joel, <laughs> spirit bomb. How is Alex going to save the world if you don't ra raise your hands? <laughs> yeah, you got to get the harness the power of nature. Of all living things. Mm -hmm. That's how it works. Otherwise, what are we doing here? I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> all right, news for this week. We got some of these are just questions, so well, let's just do it. Atari is acquiring more than 100 PC and console titles from the 80s and 90s, including Bubsy, Hardball, Demolition Racer series, as well as the 1942 Pacific Air War, F-117A, and F-14 Air Combat series. Congratulations, Atari. Bubsy was never good. <laughs> oh, man. Why you gotta be so mean? Mm -mm. You ever play Bubsy 3D? Here okay. we go. No. Did this you ever play Sonic 3D? <laughs> yeah, Sonic 3D Blast better than Bubsy. Uh, I'm just saying yeah. you can't use the 3D as your example of a bad game. Play Bubsy 3D and then talk to me. It is possibly the one of the worst games ever created. Mm -hmm. Right next to that one that Alex made in college. Check it. It's on the internet. All I, right. Uh, 
I, I do want to just say, like, yeah. beyond the, the memification of, of this, uh, they're, who they're acquiring actually has a a big roster of games from the, the DOS era, Amiga, old Windows titles. So it, it is actually interesting how it's Atari's sort of branding themselves almost as an archival type service at this point. And I'm, I'm curious to see what else they'll gobble up over time. Do you want to guess? You want to put it out there? <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Count it. All right. When that happens, uh, who do we fax over the the check to? Alex? Yep. All right. You ever get Joel his PlayStation 5? That's a great question. That was never a thing that was going to happen. You sure? I thought that we had video You were the only one that thought that. Also, Joel got a PlayStation 5, didn't you? I'll take another one. Nope. Don't get greedy. He's got to. Man, I don't know. Gots to get paid. Nicole... (laughs) Know where my mind was going there. A Nintendo (laughs) Indie Showcase, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, that seems right. Rift I gave of you the I gave you the highlights that I think that we care about. Rift of the Necro Dancer, two question marks. Crime O'Clock, one question mark. Blasphemous two, three exclamation points. Oxenfree two. Alex is excited for that. Oxenfree was fun. You've talked about it on this podcast at least twice. At least twice blasphemous though wow yeah i'm not sure Uh, i was expecting a follow-up so quick to the first one Uh, um i mean they teased it i think we got in it kind of late yeah i think it'd been out for like at least a year when we started playing it Uh, when who started playing it who i attempted it you never finished it never finished it oh i'm so sorry I, i i got into it but it was tough oh yeah it was it was definitely one of the more like unforgiving metroidvanias really i had a pleasant time with it oh i did it as well but i think that in the beginning it's 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 got a really hard like ramp up period i felt like where i i was dying kind of a lot in the beginning until i got a little bit more familiar with how it moved <laughs> Oh God! Are you okay? <coughs> that was bad. Alex, are are you gonna be all right? For right now, for now. I I think part of my struggle with uh, Blasphemous was that the combat itself is so inherently hard that it was a real grind for me to get from point A to point B. And then when I had to backtrack in certain spots, it was a real perilous journey to try to explore and then sometimes you explore and don't find anything new (laughs) to go off of right so uh, i i struggled with that but i'm happy for people who want more blasphemous i think that again it's got a real like heavy gravity to it so i think that once you get past that and you get comfortable with it it's it, it starts to flow better at least that's how it was for me. It took it took me a minute to get comfortable with the heavy gravity and the flow. Hmm. All right. Well, I see this game came out in the original is twenty nineteen. Okay. I beat it in twenty twenty. 
so uh, I think that you guys played it the following year. I believe so. Hold on. There's there's that definitely a way to right. verify this. I'll just go to this beat list here. And Alex, 2021 Blasphemous. Yeah, it's a two years. Yep. So, you know, uh, I do like the inspiration that it draws from. I'm excited to see what they do. Like you said, it wasn't the easiest. I don't feel like it was the hardest game that I've played in this vein. So no. I could definitely go back in. Uh, there was tons of stuff that I'm sure I left unexplored in the original one. But there's Did you just... run into um, the Bloodstained content? No, isn't that a bonus DLC that they gave away at a later date? Uh, well, it did. I mean, it was added for free. Right. No. So I remember, though, I was just exploring the castle, and all of a sudden I ran into the character from Bloodstained and was like, hey, if you want to help me, go through this, this doorway. And I was like, ah, I got stuff to do. I'm good. And I never went back. <laughs> yeah. I've but got they were, helmets they were there, filled with blood out. to put on my head. <laughs> So brutal. <laughs> yep. You mean that's not a part of your beauty ritual, Joel? Does my face look like I follow a beauty routine? <laughs> uh, I mean, this is 100% uh, Catholicism, if I'm not mistaken. It's only animal blood for this face. That's how it stays so pretty. You really want to get weirded out. I'm pretty sure if you look up, uh, like, outfits... Mm -hmm. uh, like this, they're still present in some countries in Europe for holidays such as Easter. So you should definitely look that up. Really? Yep. Mm -hmm. This is this is true. Catholicism's weird, man. Yep. Yeah, it is. Can be. Can be indeed. I'm kind of Catholic light, though. I, <laughs> I I was Lutheran, and then I got married into Catholicism. So uh, I'm I'm like diet Catholic. So you said Catholic light? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Is that a, a rogue light or a, a rogue like? I got uh, thrown out more, of CCD. More class. like a bud light, but mm. <laughs> so you only get like eighty percent of the guilt. Yeah, just about. And then kiss, and then Kid Rock tries to shoot at you. I <laughs> do not understand that reference. Funny, but if he had stayed Lutheran, he'd have about 50 less guilt <laughs> than he has now. So, uh, Okay. <clears throat> I got kicked out of CCD class. That was fun. I'm sorry, Alex. I got, you know, I was, I was a kid up to trouble. Speaking of, speaking of a kid uh, up to no good, uh, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but Crytek working... Uh, to ramp up towards Crisis 4. Uh, nope. Just nope. What? Well, the problem, <laughs> the, the main problem is this, is that, Cry, that Crytek really went, like, kind of bankrupt and then lost all their IP. Oh, I wonder That's if it's it. because uh, they could, couldn't play any of their games on any computer at any point in time. <laughs> Only a 4090 can handle Crisis 4. A 5090. Do it. Are we at a point where Crisis is no longer impressive looking? <laughs> I thought Crisis Three always looked kind of good. I, I think that if you go back, but it's also on the Nintendo Switch now, so I don't. Hmm. Think. 
I don't think it looks good on that platform. I think that if you played it on your computer today, it would probably still hold up. Uh, how long you'd be able to play it before your computer melted? I don't know, man. How's the cooling in there? I think right now the standard is Doom, like Doom 2016. Yeah. Even though that okay. runs kind of on everything, that's like where you can really push your computer. I heard that Doom 2016 plays like a dream on the Nintendo Switch. It plays surprisingly well. Prove me wrong. I mean, speaking of, like, things not running great on this Nintendo Indie Direct, they definitely were like, hey, look, we're going to play, like, Escape Academy, which Joel's been playing on, on PC from Xbox Game Pass. And let me tell you, that thing looked grainy, fuzzy, and hitchy. Oh, it chugged. It chugged real yeah, it bad. It chugged on the commercial. In the trailer, it chugged, and I was like, "Oh no, that's not that's not a good sign at all." <laughs> no, oh, no, 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 no. I, and I'm I'm gonna say it. They they teased Blood of the Lamb DLC. There's no way that was native PlayStation Switch gameplay. Way too crisp. Way too smooth. Uh, that would have chugged. Have you gone back? I don't need to go back. You don't know. You don't know. Don't I? Like I? Cult of the Lamb. It is another ship that Joel abandoned halfway through the adventure. No, I beat that damn game. Yeah. I'm just checking. <laughs> you got real defensive there for a second. I, I suffered through that game, which I, I think Playing might that been game is not suffering, Joel. Real, mm. uh, real question: How many bowls of poop did you eat? Oh, more so than I'd wish to. Mm. <laughs> my, my followers definitely had a some that died of dysentery. Let's uh. That's noble, that's what it is, right? It's a noble death. Okay. Noble death. Next. Uh <laughs> Dysentery. <laughs> I think it's diphtheria. I think dysentery you get from drinking tainted water. Yeah. Yes. That's okay. right. Okay. Just and uh, all the bison. <laughs> in case in case we had to clarify that. Uh next piece of news. Counter strike gun. This is a skin. Not an actual gun. Counter-Strike gun skin sells for four... <laughs> there's there's no currency here. Is it $400,000 American? Yes. Yeah. Okay, because there's other currencies in the world. 400000 American dollars. It is the most expensive gun in video game history. And it's just that, a skin. That is absurd. Uh, some of these are unique. You have to depend on your uh, drop rate to hopefully get them. I, wasn't there some other yeah there's other like economies for this kind of stuff where people will actively go on and sell skins that they get PUBG, that was something that people were selling skins on for quite a while can you still do it in um Fortnite? i don't know if could you, you could skins. you ever do it i definitely knew PUBG. i don't think you couldn't in, in yeah. Fortnite. okay I, mean, I don't think i mean I, I think that the ones that in PUBG and also like in Counter-Strike are fungible or non-fungible. Oh, yeah, so we're, we're doing back to NFTs, NFTs now? This is just NFTs. This is just NFTs. Yeah, but he'll look real cool with that gun skin <laughs> as he hunts you down. <laughs> it has, You're not wrong. It has more use in something like this. What, as what opposed does this, to... What does the skin look like? I need to actually know what we're talking about. I, don't, I didn't bother to look it up. I imagine it just looks like a gun. Maybe it's a gun on a gun, so it just looks like a, a gun double gun. So you can gun while you gun? Uh-huh. Oh, come on. 
while Joel is breaking the internet. Let's move on to Alex's new hotness, Monster Hunter Now by Niantic. These are the people that brought you Pokemon Go. <coughs> Which game you, you can still play. Yep. Now you can go hunt monsters and get active. Get up off your butt and hunt a monster. I think this may get me back into being in the real world, Getty. I've been <laughs> shut in for way too long. I don't believe that that's true for a second. That he's been a shut-in for too long? Uh, well, that too, but... Do you want to add anything on it, Alex? Are you hype on this? Is this your... <laughs> oh, no, not at all. Is this all. your this fight is, song? This, no, this is dumb, but I also signed up for the beta, so we'll see. <laughs> I think this stuff is dumb. Like, not not that mobile games aren't uh, dumb. I think that, like... I feel like the Pokemon formula is very specific, it has a like it it has a built-in kind of it has a built-in model to work for real-world like AR games. I feel like Monster Hunter is so involved, and the fun isn't going out into the world and finding the monster. It's the different ways you can fight them, trap them, <clears throat> do the whole thing of like preparing and crafting and creating armor, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's a whole other thing that's not. Man, I get it. You want to be the very best. Like, no one ever was. And it's not about catching them. It's about battling them, right? It's about cutting off pieces of their body and mm-hmm. putting pieces of those body to my arm. Like, if I can't... That got really dark. If I can't skin them alive and then take their bones and craft them into a giant sick buster sword, so I'm already I'm like less interested. Spitballing with what I know about Pokemon Go, you do battle. You can go and actively find stuff. And but am I ripping you know, up Pikachu's spine and then grafting it into a sick chest plate, or what are we doing? There I mean, is you combat. Use every piece of the animal. That's just responsible hunting. So I'm pretty sure I would not be surprised if it did follow something like that, where you get different weapons and they can do different damage. I don't know how you'd be able to switch them mid-combat, but if you encounter a monster in the wild and then have to do a a series of screen prompts in order to fight it, uh, and then unlock, and that's how they make their money, is by having you purchase all of these different whatever you can't harvest. So yeah, I I could see this being monetized. This is definitely something that they can play with. I think you'd be oh, surprised yeah, abs- what you're going to be able to be able to just, do with it. I just don't know if this is like this isn't the spirit of Monster Hunter. I don't oh, know. it will be. Uh, imagine if you have to buy whetstones. No, nah, he'll get. I think they'll <laughs> get. We're not those going away back to free. whetstones, Joel. He's gonna <laughs> find him at his pokey stops. All right. So, Nintendo wins lawsuit against website used to pirate games. This Bowser is, a, is now out of jail, yeah, but, Bowser he will be, guy. but he will be giving 30% of his income to Nintendo forever. You know, because they need that. Yep. Perpetuity. Well, hopefully if he finds a, a side hustle where he's able to sell more Nintendo games and, you know, make a little bit of money on the side. <coughs> Good guy. Good guy, good guy, Nintendo. <laughs> moral of the story is, I don't. There's no moral. Don't there start no rom morals. rom hacking sites. Well, maybe do. No, no. Just don't get caught. 
Rom hacking is okay. It's the rom pirating that's bad. No, again, it's also the rom. It's it's the distribution and sale of. That's why I said don't make a website. Don't make a website. Use the dark web. Oh, yep. That's what we needed. We can talk about the undernet and the backlog blog. Dark web. Har har har. Did you guys hear that Knuckles is getting his own TV spinoff? It's going to take place between Sonic 2 and 3, those films. Mm-hmm. And it will still feature Idris Elba. I didn't know and that will, bit, but I approve. It will continue to be faceless. <laughs> <laughs> but I, from my understanding, they gave him the cool like Australian hat, which is actually some personality, so that's good. The, well, is, is, does the hat make the man? <laughs> Is that what we're talking about? It's more about how can we make this less generic? Actually give the character a, a costume outfit that he actually has. Mm. Oh, we could tell it's Knuckles because he's got his Knuckles hat. <laughs> Just slap a pair of pants on him and he's fine, right? Watch Sonic Boom, Joel. Get with the times. Watch Sonic, but no, don't do that. Okay. <clears throat> I've heard good things about that. Uh, there's an, Sonic Prime is the new one. Oh, son of a... My, my kids got into that, too. Yeah, no, it, it was... you're supposed to be the trendsetter. Don't let them dictate your life now. <clears throat> no, you right. got this totally mixed up. Is this the meme one? I don't know if I want it to be the meme one. I thought Sonic Boom was the meme one. Yeah, that Sonic Boom was the meme one. This one's okay. This one looks all right. I'm into it. I'm going to start. Okay, it's on Netflix. Speaking of memes, you guys hear about that Street Fighter Six demo now on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5? Yep, that actually just launched right before this podcast. Hey, had a little let me tell you something, Alex. The little Tunchi uh, is introduced conversation. Ah, Six. Is that an open demo? Uh, for yes. everybody but you. Damn. Yep, it's, they said no Joel DeWitts. It was, <laughs> it was weird. I, I feel a little persecuted right now. Um, As you should. As you should. Capcom... Capcom be persecuting, Joel. You should feel bad. You know, I'll, I'll feel bad once they actually make a good Marvel vs. Capcom game again. Oh, snap! Oh, Joel, you know what would make you feel better? Playing Dragon Ball Fighter Z. No, a nice, delicious... Oh, what is it called? All right, moment's passed. Help me. You wow. lose. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> you know what Getty, else help is me. delicious? Cook serve Getty, forever me. entering early access in May. Coupon code goat good game. <laughs> oh, you you want me oh. to plug poggers there? <laughs> hey guys, you know what else would go go great with that? A nice delicious uh, drink poggers. They have energy and sleepy time mixtures. Hey, do you want a discount on that product? Use good game at checkout for ten percent off of your entire order. That's drink poggers. I'm saying this because I'm a clown. All right, <laughs> there you go, Joel. That'll make you feel better. <laughs> Set that um. one up. Getty spiked it down. <laughs> it, we're not like far from a, po- a nice we're delicious not, poggers before. We're that. not far from sleepy time. Don't worry. Cook serve forever. Entering early access in May. Yeah, is the fourth and possibly final cook serve delicious game. They are how awesome. delicious is it? Uh, these team, this team is awesome, and this, these games are pretty awesome. I've liked uh, every one that I've played. So I think that they do, they do good work, and I'm glad that they have another one. They really rifle them out, too. 
Nice. All right. That takes us to the best segment of the podcast, the freebies. 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 All right, Alex, are we ready to do this? I am. I am not, but we're going to do it anyway. First up, we have Illy. That's I-L-L-I-E over at Indie Gala. Illy is a 2D dungeon crawler, not unlike... Alec, what was that game you had us play? Which one? The dungeon crawler that was like Zang pen Band. and paper. Oh yeah, Zangband. Yep. It's like Zangband. You are on a graph, moving along these parts, exploring dungeons to your own peril, and it is a roguelike. It's very square. Just like me. Desktop dungeon over on Steam. That one's another roguelike. Yeah, where you are going through your dungeons, exploring, getting items. Each step into the unknown heals you and reveals new obstacles as you guide fresh heroes to glorious retirement or ignam... Ignam... You can what do are you it. trying to say? Ignominous death. Ignominous? Ignominous. Ignominous? Yeah. What does ignominous mean? You know what? Uh, Unknown, words don't matter. It's fine. Uh, Deserving or causing public disgrace or shame? (laughs) Yeah. I learned a new word. What I do week in and week out. Fantastic. Master Uh, tactical spells, appease ancient gods, and get rich through taxidermy in this award-winning quick play puzzle roguelike. (laughs) On Steam. Desktop Dungeons. Next one is Monster Museum. On Steam, in early access. Have you ever dreamed of having your own museum where you can collect monsters? Dream no further, because now you can do it in a monster museum. You will go into dungeons, fight famous monsters like minotaurs, ogres, and griffins and mummies and what look like pyramid weird guys you put them in jars and you put them on display in your museum well now you have my attention yep you can fish uh craft and curate your own personal monster museum enjoy oh boy this is this is just the right amount of wacky all right Mm -hmm. play game for free and opening ticket downloading all right (coughs) next Never alone over on the Epic Game Store. This is uh, this is a what seems to be. I'm trying. Well, it's it's a two D. It's a two D platformer, puzzler, kind of like Inside. But uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. It's it's a significant game of impact. It won a uh, game of uh, significant game of impact at the 2015 Game of Change for Change Awards. Oh, here we go. Uh, Na- Alaskan Native Elders. It is a storytelling about a, uh, about Alaskan natives. There we go. I wanted to be respectful to the source material. The Inuit people. Yeah. Experience the epic journey of Nuna and Fox. They search for the source of an internal blizzard that threatens the survival of everything they have yet they have ever known. Just kind of like inside, uh, but it actually looks really good. This one takes place outside. Yep. 
<laughs> Joel's not impressed. Last up, Beyond Blue over on the Epic Game Store. Y'all ever wanted to look at undersea animals, take photographs, and get information and learn? No? Well, I mean, John Blue's there. asking all these questions, <laughs> and nobody's it's engaged. It's a narrative adventure that takes you deep into our planet's beating blue heart, explore the awesome wonder and unbounded mysteries that exist within the world's oceans, catalog deep-sea animals, take photography, unlock 16 mini-documentaries called Ooh. Ocean Insights that feature footage and interviews with science-leading ocean experts so you could learn while you play. I do like learning. So All Beyond right. Blue... Go Banana! <laughs> Epic Games Launcher. Give that to the kids, Joel. Yeah, give it to them. They they only accept video games in Roblox form. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> well... Another week of heart-pounding news excitement. I need a break and or a nap to recover from that. Let's do it. Taking a nap break. with the backlog blog where we play games you alec do you want to talk mega man this week yeah we can talk mega man this week then we're gonna jack in mega man execute yeah exe whatever you want to say jack in <clears throat> uh for those of you that are living under a rock jack in so you can jack on mega man battle network <laughs> legacy collection came out last week uh, eagerly anticipated by several members of the podcast uh, down to the minute waiting to purchase it and then I <laughs> waited overnight of course because Alec uh, suckered me into going with the two pack it's cheaper it is it's definitely cheaper and it runs so good on deck it is I mean that's the medium that it belongs on at least in my opinion oh absolutely after it's legacy absolutely <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh i've been playing you've been playing i've been playing i just wrapped up uh, battle network one you fin- you made it all the way through yep dang i Alec, just got that's to your first, that's your first game of the beat list for the year i yeah. know Woo! have he's, you written it on there no he's hmm. dreaming through it i just got to uh the what is it? The town, Denton Town. Oh, Denton Town. Yeah. Yeah. So I got. I think after that, there's still two, three more chapters before yeah, I can wrap that Yeah, there's uh, Denton. Then there's the power plant, and then there's then there's the dark web. So yeah, dark web. I think just the Denton and two more. Yes, Alex. There is a dark web. The bad guys, yeah, the bad guys are like the dark web, and so for those of you that haven't ever played it, uh, Mega Man Battle Network takes place in a couple of different places, locations, locales, whatever you want to call it. But uh, you play as Lan. <laughs> that's <laughs> yep. that's the character's name, and you have a pet, which is uh, like a personal 
assistant kind of thing. And a USB stick. It's basically a USB stick with Mega Man on it. Uh, and you can jack in to different locations. You just take it and you plug it into, you know, uh, a vase or a television or the phone. And then Mega oh, Man... Or toaster that has Wi-Fi. Explore. I want to get to that because... <laughs> See, I, I just I just watched Lucy today and it sounds just like they're the same plot as Lucy. What is Lucy? That's a... Yeah, I know. Scarlett Johansson where the drug that gives her 100% use of her mind or something like that. Yeah, she, she basically just turns into a supercomputer that can defy the laws of nature. Oh, I thought it was the, that one where Scarlett Johansson was the AI. No, it's kind of no. like Limitless. Okay. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> what was the one where she is the AI? Continue. Yeah, you go her? ahead and you Google that. And you let me know. Her. So, her was excellent. When you are Mega Man, you, you go and explore random encounters that happen on the internet, uh, take place on a nine, well... What it's a uh, two three by threes. Yeah, two three by threes. I was gonna say a nine by nine, <coughs> and that just kind of sounds silly. Uh, that'd be a nine by three, six by three. It'd be nine by three, six by three. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but it's broken up into two halves. Your half, you've got nine squares that you can navigate as Mega Man moving up and down. You can still use your Buster Cannon, but you get cards uh, that you can play, and you at the beginning of each combat, it'll say here's five cards that you can choose from okay sometimes you can combine them sometimes you can uh, use them in conjunction with each other it all depends on which cards you have in your deck and your enemies they are also using just standard abilities but if you defeat them you can obtain some of those abilities in the form of the cards uh, you fight all different kinds of bad guys mini bosses what have you but i just want to talk about how goofy the premise for this game is and how close to the uh, the real world it is now <laughs> so is it kojima like where it's starting to like bleed into like oh no this could be real guys scenario for you okay a little bit you're you're in your house and your oven just starts on fire uncontrollably spewing fire what do you do i get out of the house because i have a gas stove yeah oven same here Okay, so... Now you jack in with your pet. Yeah, you jack in with Mega Man. <laughs> jack in to jack on, let's the first go. The thing, first thing you do is you run up to it and you plug in Mega Man. You go, yeah, let's do this. Uh, and you actually do that in the game. So silly enough that at one point Mega Man like, gets caught behind a wall of fire and you're like, oh man, I should, I should do something. So then you take control of Lan, you go up to your room and get a fire extinguisher... And then you come down and you put out the fire. But then you still have to go back in and explore as Mega Man to defeat the boss of that area. Wait, is it a firewall? <laughs> no. But that's good. It's real good. Okay. A+. Plus. <laughs> I Just how goofy it is that you can plug into just about anything in this game. And uh, Yeah, you weren't joking when you said the plugging into vases yeah. and stoplights <laughs> and everything. Uh, water fountain, I believe when you get to the water, like the water plant, the water processing plant, they're like, oh man, I wish I could get back there and take a look at what's going on. I'll just plug into this water fountain. Yep. 
All right. Yeah. Hit, hit the Wi-Fi on that, and you're good to go. I mean, the water fountains now are those kind of like in the like the airport ones where it counts how many water bottles it fills, and then also like automatically senses when you're mm-hmm. when your water bottles underneath it. I assume they have Wi-Fi. It it must have some type of detection system to let you know when the filter needs to be replaced, especially oh, they if you're don't paying those filters. If Doesn't you're paying so much for it. I mean, I hope that they do, but, you know, they probably don't. Um, but, yeah, so I I want to say I'm a little bit more than halfway. It's good to know that Alec has already put a pin in that first one. He can start moving on to, I think, two. Is two uh, when they started to differentiate between versions, or is that three? That's three. Okay, so three. Once you hit three, there's two different versions of the game. Um and then I, I never have played any of, uh, what, 4 and 5? Yeah. The last two? 4, 5, and 6. 4, 5, and 6. But, you know, it doesn't... Are you guys going to play different versions of each one? Like, Alec will play one and then Getty play another? Trade the exclusive May demands. I, you know that's well, a thing that we can the do. the battle chips. Yeah. yeah. For real? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Battle yeah. chips, man. So I know a so, lot of this. I know a lot of these games by proxy. They made it a TV cartoon too. Yeah, Mega Man NT Warrior. But Jack on all day. Uh, my main gripe with it is that I feel like there should they should have integrated some type of like speed up function. It it runs like it's still the Game Boy Advance version of it. Yeah, definitely. So movement is very slow, even when you're dashing. And uh, the amount of random encounters that you come across, it's not unbearable, but it is random. So you could go like 10 steps, hit a battle, and then go like another three steps and hit another battle. Or you could go for almost half a minute without having to fight anything, which is insufferable at times. I do... I I did... um turn on max buster for a little bit because i wanted to see what it did that was a little nice perk that they put in where they made your buster do a hundred damage mm. okay so i guess that's their way of helping to speed up the game but yes i mean i do like that it's still challenging it's not like they made it so that you can just cheese i mean i guess you can kind of cheese something like that but the boss fights still what i remember Still a lot of fun, uh, the chip tunes as you run around. It's, it is that stupid Mega Man action that I needed. Yes, I don't. Does this the, count as Mega Man action? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you absolutely. still, you still have a Buster. I guess you're not jumping as much, but yeah, there's not these like really hard as nails levels. Well, no, they they are still kind of difficult to navigate because the screen is limited in the scope that you're able to see, and there's a lot of puzzles. As you move around, uh, especially I, the lightning station, the like uh, like power plant. So uh, in the in the first one that you do the fire, uh, you have a certain amount of flames that you can ex- extinguish. If you do it wrong, you got to run all the way back to the person who gave you the fire extinguisher, and you got to do it again. In the one that I just finished, which was the water filtration plant, the there's like ice blocks and you can only slide on the ice blocks to go a certain direction so the environment is still tricky it's just not you know 
you fall off and have to start all the way over. Insta death. Uh, but saving important. Do it often. Do it frequently because there is no auto save. <laughs> no, there's not. And let me tell oh, you, no. it uh, frustrated me at one point because I was I got uh, through a couple of areas in the water plant mm-hmm. and I had I hadn't saved for like an hour. That's a wall right there. You yeah, really have that to... was done. I was done for the day. I was just like, nope, nope. Uh, Mega, Ma- Mega Man is taking a snap now. <laughs> yeah, just don't don't have that luxury of time that we had as kids, where an hour was not that big a loss. Huh. Nope. Well, we'll uh, definitely revisit this as we make it further in. I'm excited. I can't wait to get to some of these ones that I haven't played before. Uh, but at the same time, I think I'm going to take take uh, my sweet time with it because uh, there's not really much else I'm waiting for to come out for my deck. And Alec will have a deck soon, I heard. Correction. It came already? What? Uh-huh. It came Ooh. today. Look at that. Wow. So he's going to fire up Mega Man and he's just going to do that. That was my other impetus for finishing one as quickly as I did. I got it on the Switch, and I was like, well, now I need to do it on the deck. Because mm. those achievements don't transfer. They do not. How, uh, many update, how long did it take to update that thing? Three minutes. Yeah, okay. it's not... It's not I got like it, there was like six updates. What? Oh, yeah. I don't remember it taking that long. All right, well, anyway. Alex... Mm-hmm. It is now bonus time. Do you want to talk about your game? Of course. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not done with it, but yeah. I am done. Yeah, I saw. I made it through the 2D version. <laughs> mine takes a little bit of. Mine takes a little bit more time than I feel like yours does. Mine takes. Uh. I have played through it before, so... Mine takes some setup, and also mine takes... A, like, I need to take very extensive breaks. So, so what are these losers talking about? Well, these losers are talking about Kill It With Fire in VR. Ooh, or me, who did it in regular video game. Kill It With <laughs> Kill it with Fire was a game we talked about a few years ago on this podcast, where you are in a spider-infested home, and you are murdering... Uh, spiders for uh, to progress through a level. It's kind of a Metroidvania, as in like you'll be in a house, but doors are locked based on how many spiders you kill, mm-hmm. and that includes the exit. So <clears throat> you will have like a like a stove, and it'll say kill five spiders to open the stove, and then you'll get a new weapon, and then oh to get into the bedroom you need to kill ten spiders, and then to open the exit doors to kill thirty spiders, and that's kind of how the gameplay goes. Alex is underselling it. The escalation in this game is amazing. You start out with just a clipboard. And it's like, all right, go find some spiders. And then it's quickly like, all right, I got a can of hairspray and a lighter. I got a gun. Multiple guns. (laughs) I have a shotgun right now. I have... I definitely have a... C4? Did you get the C4? C4. I have the dynamite. I have... A gun with a silencer, which is weird. Like, I don't know if I need to murder these spiders silently. But really, the only answer for me is that, like, if I'm, like, 
kind of getting tired of a level, I just set everything on fire. And then you see, like, the numbers start flopping off. You're like, oh, ding, ding, ding. And I'm like, oh, I killed, like, seven of them there. Good work. But Let's Alex, go to this uh, next object and set this entire shelf on fire. Oh, you killed five more. And it's like... It, one of the other things, uh, you have to tell me if it's in the VR version, but there are bonus objectives that you complete in the stages. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's one of the things where it might be a good idea if you're just trying to get out of the level to kill everything, just nuke <laughs> the house. Yeah. Uh, but it'll give you stuff like kill this kind of spider or use this type of weapon to defeat the spiders. Or and like, it makes it like I was in the convenience store and it's like throw away all the trash bags. But I'm because mm-hmm. I'm in VR, I'm just like messing around the entire way. So nothing is being taken serious. So anytime I find anything to grab, I just whip it across the map. And then it's like, oh, throw away all the garbage bags. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, ah, oh, crud. I threw one on the roof. Yep. <laughs> well, that objective's not getting done now. And you use it to unlock more <laughs> upgrades for your character and weapons. So. Yeah, and the 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 the, the real pro- like, and it's not a problem, but the real thing that kind of <laughs> sticks in my craw, and Joel, let's see what you think on this. Mm-hmm. You hear the spiders skittering mm-hmm. pretty close to nonstop, mm-hmm. and now imagine that in VR, the and trill with those headphones, the, the trill too. It does the like creepy noise whenever don't, the spiders start to move. Don't like that. And then on top, and then on top I love of that. It. When you, when they're exposed, you see like, and you're like freaking out, and I'm trying to smash them with whatever I can. I'm throwing whole like shelves at them, but I'm also not paying attention to the built-in, drawn-out <laughs> barrier I have created in my VR and punching desks and hitting cabinets in yep. my house. I kicked the couch, Joel. I kicked the couch. I think we need to start a pool on how you're going to break the TV. Yes, I got real close and I just smacked the desk and I was like, oh God, thank God I hit the desk. And nothing. And then, so because of that, the movement is on your thumbstick. So you don't mm-hmm. actually, I mean, you, you can move, but my environment, I don't have like a giant gaping space unless I want to take this out to the hill and my, the park up the street, but I don't want to do that. So because of that, I'm using the stick to move and that kind of is what puts me into like a weird like oh my tummy don't feel so good i could probably finish this level but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna keep going at this i need to i need to stop for a second because i'm getting real queasy resident evil vr or kill with fire which one's scarier scarier resident evil man that tension's (laughs) there but resident evil vr makes me i think they both make me equally queasy Hmm. so i roughly can play each one for about 40 minutes I can get a 40-minute playtime, and then I'm like, well, this needs to be put down for, like, a, a, couple, a day or two. Because <laughs> it also, like, then it then you get that feel. And it's not the, not the scary that's the problem. It's actually the feeling of, like, your tummy gets pre-queasy now because you're like, oh, here we go. We're going <laughs> to get queasy. You know what's going to happen. So my tummy's getting pre-queasy now. You're Pavloving yourself to where anytime you put the VR headset on, you start getting queasy. Yeah, well, and that's kind of the go. tricky part I'm trying not to do. But I will say it's very fun. Kill It With Fire is very silly. It's got like a very like a James Bond, like, like these really like these really cool like sounds and tones and the theme of it. You're like a, you're a secret agent for like this spider killing company. 
and they give you all these different missions and do all this stuff and like you have to like you know press this key code on this thing and they'll give you a bonus weapon or like it'll start a it'll start a, a, a spider killing gauntlet and all these different like bonus things so it's it's very fun you have a little like wristwatch that will have a sensor that you can that will detect spiders mm-hmm. that are everywhere and of course there's different types of spiders jumping spiders and exploding spiders and ones that spit webs in your face yeah yeah and then of course like the levels what i didn't realize is that it actually is kind of a progression in story oh yeah there's a whole story there like there's different levels and the levels are different environments but if you look you are moving so it starts with like a house and you're like okay i'm gonna go through this house and then the next level you're in a different part of the said same house so the, like in the last one, I was like, oh, I'm in a garage. And then the next one, you come out of the garage and across the street is the convenience store. And now you got to be in the convenience store. And it's like continuously going to the next spot, to the next spot. And it's kind of upping the ante of the spider infestation. You're just following it as a, as this kind of uh, agent of spider death. But it's, but like, again, the gas station, again, you could just like, get a shotgun and blow at the tanks and all of a sudden the entire thing goes up in flames in a giant explosion and it's like oh you killed 20 spiders and i'm like well i also blew up the entire gas station well i guess that works right that counts (laughs) who's the real winner yeah so it's it's very funny it's very funny and it's got a lot going for it i just think that the the i need more space or i need to take breaks so i don't get queasy is there a uh, death mechanic for this or is health not really a thing? No. No. They don't really attack you. They just, like, jump at you and then try to run away to hide again. So there's no there's no actual attack of spiders. Yeah, he doesn't have to worry about dying. So it's, you know, still scary when a spider jumps out of nowhere. One of the things that I'm surprised you didn't bring up, but... You can interact with pretty much anything in the environment. It'll be like, oh, pick up this book. You pick up the book and you can turn it around and then like, oh, there's a spider there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and then it'll jump out at you. <laughs> so uh, I, that's, it's mostly just jump scares. And I definitely have found like the VR jank, but not, but it's, you know, it's not really necessarily a bad one, but it's like, you know, I'm going to punch this. I'm going to grab a book and try to murder this spider so hard that I'm going to punch it the spider and the book through the wall and now it is glitching through the wall and i'm like well as long as the spider's dead (laughs) i don't care if i broke all physics of this level i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep murdering these spiders because they're disgusting so there's some good vr jank that's that there that you know and i think it's like in general like i'm sure getty found some jank in there as well just like in the regular version but it's fun it's fun it's very fun i'm gonna keep going they added a whole bunch of DLC from the last time I played. <coughs> so there's seasonal levels now. I did a couple oh, of the really? Halloween. Yeah. I'm sure. Yep. But Even I will more be, items. Uh, I will be writing a review for the site. Ooh, very nice. Uh, everybody's good. No other backlog games for the week. Fantastic. So we'll move on to one last thing, and this week's one last thing is brought to you by prioritizing content over fun. What does that mean? Well, let me tell you, I found out that I need to play through Soul Hackers 2 twice. (laughs) 
Ooh, in order nice. to get the platinum. Um, oh. And I, I unfortunately will not be doing that. As much fun as I'm having with it, and how silly I think that game is, I I don't think that I'll play through it twice. I might do the Alex scum save to see the two endings. There you uh, go. But I don't know that I'll make it all the way through. I don't like how that's an Alex thing. That is just you not have an Alex admitted thing. to doing it multiple <laughs> but that times. Doesn't, but I'm not the only one that's ever scum saved in all of society. <laughs> I still no, have not gone back and seen the other endings to I'm a Elden Ring because I think that I should play through the whole thing in order to see those. You're not the only one, but I'm a hero. He's, uh, speaking of heroes, Alex, it's your turn. <laughs> uh, well, this weekend I am, as I, as with every weekend, I will not be playing video games. But <laughs> uh, I sure am excited to be playing video games during the weekday. I am Getting closer to be fully out of debt, Joel. I'm real close to finishing uh, Hard Space Shipbreakers. Nice. Yeah, Very you nice. Have to get yourself, you have to get yourself out of debt. And I only have $1 trillion in debt left. <laughs> what are numbers? I mean, it started at $15 trillion, so. Ooh. So I'm honing in on it. When you break even <laughs> or when you make it big, what's the qualifier here? Uh, it when you are out of debt, the game kind of like there's a, there's kind of a story as you're going, and then once you get out of debt, the game will be like, oh okay, good job. Okay. Yeah. But every time you die, like I have to be very careful because uh, every time you die, it costs you a bunch of money because you have to recreate your body, <laughs> and, then, and then find your brain and then put it back in. Okay. Sounds about right. Yep. Yep. Joel. All right. So. You guys might remember a game called Moons of Darcelon that we tried before. Yep. Uh, it came out this week. So uh, that, that is out on Steam. I, I think I'm going to dive right in because I was very impressed by it. I, I just got to say, though, they describe themselves as a retro action save them all platformer, which I mm-hmm. think is a very smart way to describe something instead of a lemmings light. So good on Moons <laughs> of Darcelon for coming up with a, a clever description of their game alec i am going to be fiddling with my steam deck Ooh, fiddle playing with some it. how quick yep, before you break it and have to reset it i am doing nothing to this that uh i have to fiddle with it too much all right i'm gonna turn it into an emulation mm-hmm. station there <laughs> Alec, did you see that Deep Rock is playable on the Steam Deck? I did. Yep. And to be fair, Phil got some Switch games running on it. I think he played Bayonetta. He was playing Bayonetta 3 on it last time I checked. You can Great, do so that. I don't even need a Switch anymore. <laughs> right. Uh, I, don't, I don't condone this behavior. Why? <laughs> Why? Because the devs need money for them to make awesome, excellent games. Lisa needs braces. Yeah. Dan'll plan. <laughs> I, okay. Thank you for that. Um, good night. <laughs> Later. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good try. Uh, and that'll be it for this week's episode of Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where 
Thursdays, like tonight, are a podcast night. You can watch us live. Uh, Weekends are getting kind of dicey, but you may still find Joel on Saturdays trying to solve the vampire problem. Did you solve it? Yeah, dicey is the right word for it. We're into (laughs) sports season now, so uh, I'll do my best there. Otherwise, I've been... I've been popping on Overwatch here and there. Uh, so. Oh, I'm so yeah. sorry. Yeah, I'm sure you are. <laughs> I mean, if you really hate yourself. I do. Okay. It's, it's, the, per- <laughs> it's the perfect game for me. <laughs> uh, Mondays. Alex, how close are you to being done with Kakarot? Uh, I'm starting to, I'm going to start the Boo Saga this week. I took a little bit of break. I had some stuff going on this week, but I will be back on the Boo Saga. I'm going to start. There is an intermission of filler episode content that I'm going to try to knock out off, off air so I could just jump into the Boo Saga process. How, how come I feel like that is the content that people actually want to watch instead of you doing the battles? Like, <laughs> the epic battles are sick, man. I'm sure that they are, but. How... Goku driving a car, racing Piccolo, I don't know. Maybe people really into, are into that. I don't know. I feel like people would be like, oh man, this is just wacky enough. <clears throat> uh, so that's Mondays. Tuesdays are Dope Beats and Skater XL. Alex has been breaking his board and making TikToks. So Yeah. I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying Skater XL. I'm having a blast. It's still a good time. And uh, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to listen to some Young Gravy and, and then deal with it. <laughs> and then deal with it. All right. So if you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio.com. And provide us a review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. Thanks for listening in GG Alex. GG Getty. GG Joel. Good game. GG Alex. GG. Woo, we did it. Another episode in the can. Hey guys, it's 420. Blaze it. Uh, I am I'm impressed <laughs> we got this far. <laughs> That's <laughs> <somebody> <laughs> saying something. <laughs>